This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Hey everyone, I'm Rod Roddenberry, and you're listening to Trek FM. T. Earl Grey Hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Philip Gilfus, sitting in the center chair this week. Once again, we are leaving the bridge for an episode and visiting Holodeck 2 for a podcast vacation. Computer, engage program, Gilfus 42 Beta 47. Begin late 20th century game show format. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Earl Grey episode of Bridgemates, the hot Star Trek The Next Generation-based game being played around the galaxy and beyond. As always, it's being played in two-person teams, like Deanna and Beverly, Jim and Spock, Bashir and Garrick, and Keenzer and Scotty. Everyone forms friendships when manning those bridge stations. Bridgemates is a game that asks, how well do you know your fellow officer after years of laughing at Worf being told no by Captain Picard? On Bridgemates team number one, we have our favorite co-host for all things TNG, the reigning champ... Oh, no, wait, that's the wrong team. We have the reigning perfect attendance (laughs) Earl Grey duo of Daniel Prue and Darren Moser. How are y'all doing, and what iteration is Team Free Enterprise in this outing? Oh, gosh, would this be C? Are we already up to C? No, 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 the first was no nothing, and then the second was A. We're definitely, unfortunately, on the worst of all the iterations, we're on Excelsior class. So So B. Yeah, yeah. So, Team Free Enterprise 1701B, I'm not worried that we're not going to run out of letters. You know, <laughs> There's plenty of letters left, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Try not to kill Kirk during this game. On Bridgemates Team number two, we have the Star Trek duo from Standard Orbit, Landrew himself, Drew Stewart, and Mr. Commentary, insert pun star, Mike Schindler. How are y'all enjoying being in the 24th century? And more importantly, what is your 23rd century team name? We are the Maroon Monsters. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but wait, okay, so you're saying that you're, you're the reigning perfect attendance champions? What exactly does that well, mean? Every everyone everyone gets a, an award. Mike. Okay, because <laughs> I was going to say, but because because you guys haven't missed a week yet, right? Oh no 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 no! He's, no. he's no. talking about the game. It, We're talking about it's the nice way of saying we've never won. <laughs> okay, but we've been okay. here every. We've tried yeah. every okay. time. Okay, All yeah, right. but we all still went out with to a. We had juice and star clusters afterwards. It was cool. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I had a pizza party. It was great. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. So, Mike, job, we're going to get a trophy today for attending. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. At, right. at the very least. At the very least. <laughs> and by trophy, we mean a five-star iTunes review, because it's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, every, all you, the two of you have to line up and then say good game after. Okay. <laughs> it's the only thing I ask. 
That would be That's a really good. short line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good game. Like, good game. Right, we're done. Oh. <laughs> Let's go home. <laughs> All right. Let's start with round one. Round one consists of breaking up our pairs by asking one set of co-hosts Star Trek TNG questions about their missing crewmate. First, I'll ask Mike and Daniel to momentarily play hide-and-seek in the main shuttle bay with an imaginary friend while we ask Drew and Darren some questions. Each question is worth five points. I'll write down their answers and then ask their co-hosts the same questions when they return, and we'll see which bridge mates can match each other's answers. All right, Drew, we'll start with oh, you. Oh, boy. All right. Question number one. Which TOS guest star on TNG would your co-host say best represents them? Oh, oh, I don't even get choices. Hmm. I mean, I, I can use my knowledge, but I assume no, no. Ever, all the TOS folks who appeared on TNG. <laughs> He's forgotten guest- the entire cast. <laughs> uh, Spock. Okay. All right. Darren, question number one to you. Um, again, which TOS guest star on TNG would your co-host say best represents them? I'd go with Spock as well. I mean, he's a blue shirt, and, you know, I've learned through many trial and error, mostly error, that uh, Daniel usually goes with the blue shirt. Okay. We try to keep it blue here on Earl Grey. Question number two, again, to, to Drew. What ship does your co-host like better? The Enterprise C? Or the Enterprise B. Hmm. I. I. Hmm. How about? I think the C. I think the C. And why is that? Uh, I. I don't. I don't know about if if he loves the Excelsior as much as uh, as much as Daniel does. So uh, I, I'm just gonna lean, you know, err on the side of C. Well, that's very diplomatic, like an ambassador. All right, uh, Darren, what ship does your co-host like better, the Enterprise C or the Enterprise B? I think it's definitely the C. I mean, Daniel just put down the B as we were talking about it, you know, just moments before. And, you know, C, that's yesterday's Enterprise, a great episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. So, and Rachel Garrett, you know, there's lots of reasons. Okay, question three, Drew, this is multiple choice. Question number three. Your co-host finds themselves lost in some sort of temporal nexus. Where would they most likely appear? A. In a Victorian house during Christmas time. B. Riding a horse in the countryside. C. Talking with Guinan on a carousel. Or D. Kirk's bedroom. (laughs) Kirk's bedroom. 100%. Okay. I would say uh, yeah. riding a carousel with Guinan. All right. That's not the real Guinan. No, just for it's the copy. We know that is the, the echo, the as it were. Right. And they sure. could go, you know, cat claws <laughs> at each other. It'd be great. <laughs> All right. So question number four, also multiple choice. Okay. Drew, how would your co-host complete the sentence? When we aren't recording, listeners should know that my co-host can be a real fill in the blank with these choices. Okay. A data with Mr. Tricorder. B angry wharf. C awkward Barkley or D Wesley Crusher. Uh, I'm going to go data with Mr. Tricorder. Okay. And then Darren, how would your co-host complete the sentence? We when we aren't 
recording, listeners should know that my co-host can be a real A, dated with Mr. Tricorder, B, Angry Wharf, C, Awkward Barkley, or D, Wesley Crusher. I'm going to go with Awkward Barkley. Okay. Or Broccoli. Sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a common error. See, what you did is... Uh, Bach to Brock. <laughs> Question number five to Drew again. Of Jordy, Troy, Beverly Crusher, Worf, and Roe, which would your co-host say they are most like? Oh, Mike thinks he's most like... I think... The Jordy... Troy, Beverly Crusher, Wharf, or Roe? I'm going to say Jordy. Jordy? Would that be answer C? <laughs> okay. Uh, Darren, again, of Jordy, Troy, Beverly Crusher, Wharf, and Roe, which would your co-host say they are most like? Well, the only blue shirt is Beverly, but I don't think it's that. <laughs> he really likes Roe. So, so... So in this question, you're envisioning Troy's wearing her purple yes, lavender. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, in, you know, always go with data and always go with row when Daniel's involved. So I'm going to go with row. <laughs> All right. Well, we will row, row, row that boat here. Okay. Okay. Mike and Daniel have returned, so we will have them answer the questions and see if they match their bridgemates' answers. Mike, we're going to start with you. Question number one. So I'm answering these for myself. You are. Okay. You are, and okay. you'll see if you can match what your bridgemates guess you would answer. Okay. 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 Right. So, which number? Question number one. Which TOS guest star on TNG would you say best represents you? Wait, this sounds like an SAT question. <laughs> what, wait, which which TOS guest star on TNG best represents me? So that I don't. Yeah. This is not a question which you asked us in the prelim thing, right? I know. The game is weird. You don't know the rules. It just happens to you. That's all. Okay, which TOS guest star in the TNG era best represents me? I struggled with this, too. So Okay, okay. Well, I guess it would have to be uh, Scotty, because he was really good at a past technology, uh, which doesn't exist anymore, and uh, making making his talents rather useless. All right, you are incorrect. Drew said spot. I, I've got lithium crystals are gonna fracture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drew Drew does not believe that you are a relic yet. All right, thanks. All right. <laughs> Daniel, question again. Which TOS guest star on TG would best represent you? I I I, ha- I mean I'm wearing a blue shirt. I have to go with Spock. It's gotta be Spock. And you would be correct. <laughs> Team Free Enterprise gets on the scoreboard. Mm. Oh, I mean, this is the, the first time Daniel. I think we've ever actually been winning. So can we just stop the yep. game? Is there any way yep. we can? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah, thanks for playing Bridge Maze. It's been a load Wait, of fun. I'm, I'm, I'd be okay with Daniel's that. emitting chronotone particles. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to go back time and assimilate. All right. Question number two, again, back to Mike. What ship do you like better, the Enterprise C or the Enterprise B? I have to go with the B. I'm, I'm all about the Excelsior class. I have to go with the B. Andrew said C, so that is incorrect. Sorry. No, it, it's okay. I don't know you. I mean, that's just, that's just <laughs> yeah, how it works. You know, it's only been 100 episodes. I've never seen this man. But we really learn with Bridgemates. Do we even know anyone? 
This is just a shame game. All right, Daniel, what ship do you like better, the Enterprise C or the Enterprise? I mean, I literally got in a dig at the Excelsior class at the start of the show. Darren better know that the C is infinitely better than the B is. And that's a score again for Team Free Enterprise. All right. Question number three, Mike. Now, this is multiple choice. Okay. Okay. So you find yourself lost in some sort of temporal nexus. Where would you most likely appear? These are the choices. A, in a Victorian house during Christmas time. B, riding a horse in the countryside. C, talking with Guinan on a carousel. Or D, Kirk's bedroom. <laughs> um, see, I was going to say A because of the Christmas thing, but Kirk's bedroom. Oh, my God. I would, t- I would kill to be in Kirk's bedroom. Are you kidding and me? And monster maroons are on the score. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. All right. <laughs> Even better. All right. That's the maroon Daniel. monsters, by the way. Oh, yeah, the maroon monsters. All right. I'm, I'm being dyslexic. All right. Uh, Daniel, you find yourself lost in some sort of temporal nexus. Where would you most likely find yourself? A, in a Victorian house during Christmas time. B, riding a horse in the countryside. C, talking with Guinan on a carousel. Or D, Kirk's bedroom. Oof, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go with C, but I'm not really confident in that decision. And it's another Yay! score for a team-free enterprise. Now, this is not the Pexus. I mean, that's a totally yes. different different yes, place. That so. is different. That, that would be incredible. <laughs> All right. Mike, another multiple choice for you. How would you complete the sentence? When we aren't recording, listeners should know that my co-host can be a real, this is a fill-in-the-blank multiple choice, either A, data with a Mr. Tricorder, B, angry wharf, C, Awkward Barkley, or D, Wesley Crusher? I mean, I, th- I think he, he lives his life uh, to, as, as if he were Wesley Crusher, so, I mean, or Will Wheaton at the very least. So, Wesley Crusher? And that is incorrect. He said data with Mr. Tricorder. I, okay. I just I guessed, and I, I didn't understand the question. Wait, we're talking about him, right? Yes, this is what me. you would yep. say. About him. About him. Yeah. Okay. What he right. thinks you would say about him. See, these rules are a little confusing. <laughs> they, the rules yeah. are a little confusing. It's all okay. I'm all right. Okay. All right. I'm okay. with Daniel. I don't understand this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you're. <laughs> all right. Daniel, how would you complete the sentence? When we aren't recording, listeners should know that my co host can be a real A, data with Mr. Tricorder, B, angry wharf, C, awkward Barkley, or D, Wesley Crusher. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to uh, to guess the same answer. I'm going to say it's Wesley Crusher. And incorrect, he said awkward Barkley. I would have been my second guess, but that's... <laughs> second guesses don't don't win prizes, Daniel. Unless that's it's right. attendance, apparently. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- well, don't sweater it, guys. All right, question number five, Mike. Last question of the round here. Of Jordy, Troy, Beverly Crusher, Worf... And row, which would you say you are most like? Wait, I need to write those of, down. <laughs> sure. Uh, of Jordy. Okay. Troy. Troy. Beverly Crusher. Beverly. Worf. Worf. And row. Row. Which would you say you are most like? <sighs> um. In terms of like personality, or, I mean, I guess this is up to me, right? It is. You know, I mean, 
as much as I'd hate to admit it, because I mean, maybe it reflects poorly on me as a person. I think I might have to say Jordy. And that is correct. All right. Ooh, good job. Good job guys. It's good to know that Drew thinks I'm an asshole. <laughs> that would have been the last answer. No, no. I would have picked from. He knows that you know that you're self deprecating. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. That's good. All right, Daniel. Same thing of Jordy, Troy, Beverly Crusher, Worf, and Roe. Which would you say you're most like? Uh, oh boy. Oh, there are two very good answers to this question. Um, the first is data because always choose data. The second is Roe because, uh, because I love Roe and I love everything about her and I feel like I want to be Roe. I'm going to give it to data, though. Always choose data. That's what I'm going to go wait, with. Data, data was not on the list, though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Didn't you not say data was the first choice? Uh, <laughs> no, he, Dan, Daniel always hears data. It's always choose data. Even when he's not an okay. option. <laughs> all right, all right. Troy. Beverly Crusher, Worf, and so Rose. Darren, you're editing this episode, yeah. right? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> uh, then then he can't edit the score Ro, though for sure. Row, absolutely row, row, and that's another point for Team Free Enterprise. At the end of round one, Team Earl Grey slash Free Enterprise has twenty. Team Standard Orbit or Maroon Monsters has ten. So close game, mm. close game. Mm. Cosmically <laughs> speaking, I guess. <laughs> All right. Horseshoes and hand grenades. So now, <laughs> so now off to round two. All right, round two consists of breaking up our pairs one more time. I'll ask Drew and Darren to break up a scuffle and ten forward between supporters of the port and starboard Parisi Square teams while we ask Mike and Daniel some questions. Each question is again worth five points. I'll write down their answers and their co-hosts will return and we'll see which bridge mates can match answers daniel we'll start with you for this round question number one multiple choice which play would your co-host want to be cast in a riker's frame of mind b barclay's cyrano de bergiac c data's a christmas carol or d geordie's pirates of panzance and it's by uh, two new crew members, Gilbert and Sula. Oh, jeez. I could, I could oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. This is tough. Um, I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with C. All right. Mike, same question to you. Which play would your co-host want to be cast in? A, Riker's Frame of Mind. B, Barclay's Cyrano de Bergiac. C, Data's A Christmas Carol. Or D, Geordie's Pirates of Panzance. Well... I know that Drew is is a, an actor in the in, in the the local theater sometimes. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think he is anyway. Um, and I don't know, but I don't know about his musical talents or anything. Um, I'm just going to go with Christmas Carol because I think it's safe. Definitely not okay. frame of mind. I'm mean, let's say let's yeah, say Christmas Carol. I think we can all agree on that. All right. Well, he's not crazy. <laughs> okay. Question number two, again to Daniel. If your co-host contracted the deadly illness of the week, would they prefer to be treated by Dr. Salar or Dr. Pulaski? Ooh, this is a 50-50, huh? Oh, nah, he's not me. He's not going to pick Salar. He'll pick Pulaski. All right, Mike, same to you. If your co-host contracted the deadly illness of the week, would he prefer to be treated by Dr. Salar or Dr. Pulaski? I'm going to say Pulaski because, uh, for one thing, I don't think he knows who Salar is. <laughs> um, but secondly, you know, Pulaski is kind of a throwback to the to the Bones era. And, you know, he's 
TOS and, and whatnot. She so. was she was literally in TOS. Yes. All right. Question number three to Daniel again. The audio from a pod. Ah, sorry. Question number three. The audio from a podcast recording gets erased. Which little ship in the Enterprise's ease observation lounge is your co-host most likely to break in anger? <laughs> Wait, this is an open-ended question. This isn't even a uh, yes. What? Well, among the ships that are in the Enterprise's oh, ease observation man. lounge. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Wow, that is going to be a tough question. I, if I remember right, they're all there, right? It's the whole Enterprise line, if I remember right. Um, I'm going to say it's got to be. I'm I'm going to give it again, only because the only one I want to see broken is going to be is going to be the B. It's going to be the uh, Enterprise B. Mike, the audio from a podcast recording gets erased. Which little ship in the Enterprise E's observation lounge is your co-host most likely to break in anger? Well, I mean, this, where does he draw the line? This is a really interesting question because do you break the one that you like the most, or do you because you're so mad, or do you break the one which you don't really care about because you don't want to go too far? We often hurt the ones we love the most. And I'm going to say uh, the. Um, Original series uh, Enterprise, the seventeen oh one, no bloody A, B, C, or D. Okay, well we'll just. Yep. All right. Question number four, Daniel. Again, multiple choice. Who would your co-host prefer to accompany them on a two-person away mission? A. Chief O'Brien. B. Acting Ensign Crusher. C. Ensign Rowe. Or D. The Traveler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, it's not going to be Roe or the Traveler. It's not going to be, it's going to be, it's got to be O'Brien. It's got to be. He's going to pick O'Brien. Got to be O'Brien. All right, and what would they sing? All right, Mike, who would your co-host prefer to accompany him on a two-person away mission? A, Chief O'Brien, B, Acting Ensign Crusher, C, Ensign Roe, or D, The Traveler? You know, I mean, like, I, 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 part of me thinks O'Brien, you know, because of his DS9 love and whatnot, but I think probably Wesley would would win in this particular scenario. Well, it's hard to get bored on that away mission. Yeah. All right, question number five, Daniel, the last question of round two. Your co-host is allowed... Oh, multiple choice. This is multiple choice. Your co-host is allowed to take one item from the unsalvageable Enterprise D on Verdian 3. What would they take? A, Riker's trombone. <laughs> B, Dated Sherlock Holmes' violin and pipe, C. Picard's flute, or D. Worf's chair in his quarters. <laughs> that chair is pretty infamous. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the answer, though. Um, I, I, you know, I think the thing that means the most to TNG fans, and if Darren doesn't pick this, he's not a TNG fan. Is basically how it goes down. It's got to be. It's got to be Picard's flute. All right, and that's how we. That's how we. That's how we draw the lines here, Mike. <laughs> All right, question five again. Your co-host is allowed to take one item from the unsalvageable Enterprise D on Viridian 3. What does he take? A, Riker's trombone. B, Data Sherlock Holmes' violin and pipe. C, Picard's flute. Or D, Worf's chair in his quarters. Well, he, I mean, we, we talked about how, like, just recently about how Inner Light is one of those episodes where it's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, you know, it's not going to be the, it's not going to be the flute. I, you know, I, I think it's probably going to be the uh, the data stuff because more than anything, I think he just wants to have a pipe because it, it would make him look cool if he, you know, used it. It does. It does add a certain era of distinction. <laughs> Andrew and Darren have returned. And that's 
Another D&D reference. Um, all right, so for round two, we'll start with Darren. Darren, question number one. This is multiple choice. What play would you want to be cast in? A, Riker's Frame of Mind. B, Barclay's Cyrano de Bergiac. C, A Christmas Carol. Or D, Geordi's Pirates of Panzance, written by two of the new crew members. Uh, I'm probably going to go with uh, A, Frame of Mind. Frame of Mind, and that is incorrect. Daniel said A A Christmas Christmas Carol. Carol. What would be your response to that? Humbug, I say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Drew, same question. What play would you want to be cast in? A, Riker's Frame of Mind. B, Barclay's Cyrano de Bergiac. C, Data's A Christmas Carol. Or D, Geordi's Pirates of Panzance. Since I only get one of those references... I'm going to say A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and you're correct. <laughs> Always choose A Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two, again to Daniel. If you contracted the deadly illness of the week, would you prefer to be treated by Dr. Salar or Dr. Pulaski? Darren. Salar. Uh, Pulaski. I'm actually trying to remember... Which one is Salar? The name sounds familiar, but I'm not placing it. Oh my god, I know that. I, I, how do I know that? <laughs> I don't even know which episode she's in, and still I know that. Hey, stop being hey, so there's a There's like a hundred something episodes I gotta remember, okay? It takes it takes a while to fit. You know, I just don't like Pulaski, so I'm just gonna choose Salar, <laughs> even though I can't... I can't... But, no. And that is incorrect. Daniel said for We're about to fall apart in round two, Darren. It's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to lose. We're gonna, we- for those yelling, that would be, of course, Dr. Slar in The Schizoid Man, the Vulcan Doctor, played by, of course, Susie Plaxen. Oh, yeah, okay. Susie Plaxen, oh, okay. only the and, best. And also, also mentioned uh, in uh, yesterday's Enterprise Indeed. over the intercom. He's also mentioned right. later on as well, if I remember correctly. All right. And with all that pressure, Mike, if you <laughs> contracted the deadly illness no, of the week, me. would you prefer no. to be... Or, or Drew, if you're contracted the deadly illness of the week, would you prefer to be treated by Dr. Salar or Dr. Pulaski? We, we, we never got the opportunity to discuss this, but I like Pulaski. I'll go with Pulaski. And that is correct. Yes. Yeah. One point. We can right, keep it together, Daniel. This is our, this <laughs> is our chance. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's slipping through her fingers already. I can see it. <laughs> She's breaking apart. <laughs> we'll just saucer separate. I mean, that works, right? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, question number three to Darren. The audio from a podcast gets erased, which, of course, never happens on Earl Grey. Um, which little ship in the Enterprise E's observation lounge are you most likely to break in anger? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, part of me wants to say space shuttle because that's, I mean, I like space shuttle, but... In the Enterprise E's observation lounge. It would be there too, I'm sure. No? No space? I guess randomly throwing my phaser rifle doesn't count, right? And just whatever it is. <laughs> Roll your dice, Darren. Jeez. Roll your dice. <laughs> uh, I guess I would hit the the D because it had crashed and, you know. And that is incorrect, Daniel said B. He's because it, it, I assume you'd I mean, just it was, it was really a You just hit the yeah, yeah, it really was. <laughs> okay, Drew. 
audio from a podcast recording gets erased, which little ship in the Enterprise E's observation lounge are you most likely to break in anger? Hmm. See, I honestly have no idea what Mike would have. <laughs> if you guess but, this right, I'm going to be. You, I'm gonna... But I feel I liked it where, where Darren was going with the D. I think that, like, because it's got such a big saucer section, it's got, like, a good thing to hit, and it it's would break satisfactorily. It's the actual one that crashed, you know. I mean. All right, and that is incorrect. Mike said you would hurt the one you must love, and he said the oh, original Enterprise. That's just sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, don't watch Star Trek. What? Season. All right, uh, question number four to Darren. Who would you prefer to accompany you on a two-person away mission, a multiple okay. choice? A, Chief O'Brien. B, Acting Ensign Crusher. C, Ensign Rowe, or D, The Traveler. Oh, gosh, not The Traveler. Sheesh. Uh, I think of all those choices, there's really only one choice. It's got to be O'Brien. I mean, I would trust that. And that is yes. correct. Okay. Yes, Darren, thank you. Okay, we're coming back. We're coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. I was worried we were going to zero out on that one. Oh, all right, Drew, again to you. Who would you prefer to accompany <laughs> you on a two-person away mission? A, Chief O'Brien, B, Acting Ensign Crusher, C, Ensign Rowe, or D, the Traveler. See, hmm. I hope that Mike would know that I like O'Brien and would go with him. So I'm going to have to go with him, even though he thinks I'm like Crusher. Well, we'll Wheaton. <laughs> All right, that's exactly what he said. B, Ensign Crusher, that is incorrect. <laughs> but I did say I thought it might be O'Brien because of <laughs> Well, my bees don't thing. pay the bills. <laughs> All right, so now I know not to pick Crusher for anything anymore. All right, that's good to Never know. Never pick Crusher. <laughs> okay, okay right. we're getting too many of these. I, I, I'm trying to make a list, and it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> All right, question number five, the last question of round two to Darren. Multiple choice again. You are allowed to take one item from the unsalvageable Enterprise D on Verdian 3. What would you take? A. Riker's trombone. B. Data's Sherlock Holmes violin and pipe. C. Picard's flute. Or D. Worf's chair in his quarters. One, I don't think Worf's chair would survive that crash. That thing did not look very stable (laughs) at all. Um, I'm going to, for, you know... I I think it's like it's moments before we're gonna beam out. We gotta grab something, you know. I think I'm gonna go with Picard's flute. You can grab it, put it in the pocket, and that is correct. Yes, 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 yes. We needed that. We needed that. All right. I think I just saved our podcast marriage right there. (laughs) I was gonna quit if he got that wrong. Yep. He actually, Darren, did state your fandom as a teenager. Oh wow. I didn't know the stakes were getting Drew. so high, man. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have those Drew, stakes. Drew, I believe Mike wagered. Yeah, no, Mike just wagered your soul <laughs> on this one. All right, you're allowed to take one item from the unsalvageable Enterprise D on Viridian 3. What would you take? A, Riker's trombone. B, Data's Sherlock Holmes violin and pipe. C, Picard's flute. Or D, Worf's chair in his quarters. I, I, will, I will also bet my soul that he said Riker's trombone. And that is incorrect. You lose your soul. And is that from the episode Devil's Do Goes B, Down to Georgia? <laughs> he said B, Data Sh- Sherlock's Holmes oh, violin. Wait a second. Yes. Which isn't helpful. See, if you gave us two opportunities, Mike and I would be kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no second chances except in that TNG episode. Oh, except God, in rematches. With the titles and the puns. Oh, my God. Anyway. This is why he's the All game right. show host. 
All right. At the end of round two, well, or with the round two score, uh, Team Earl Grey, Free Enterprise, got 10 points in that round. And Standard Orbit, Maroon Monsters, also got 10. We're, hold, we're, we're holding the close. line. It's close. That was our chance to get ahead, <laughs> man. <sighs> but this line, no further. All right. Now it's time for round three. In round three, our final round, the questions are now worth 10 points each. Earlier, both teams were emailed questions that they answered individually. I've chosen my favorite answers, and we'll see if their co-hosts can match their bridgemate's answer. Every matched answer, again, is worth 10 points now. Question number one, this is for Daniel and Drew. Daniel, this is multiple choice. You were Captain Picard after Chain of Command Part 2. You aren't used to Counselor Troy being in a uniform. Which outfit do you suggest she wear instead? A, her blue scant from Encounter at Farpoint. B, her aqua blue dress. C, her season one black cat suit. Or D, her lavender purple jumpsuit. Yeah, you, you, you put her in the scant. It's got to be the scant, right? You put her back in the scant. And that is correct. Yes. Score. Yes. We needed that too. All right, good. All right, Drew. You're Captain Picard after Chain of Command Part Two. You aren't used to Counselor Troy being in a uniform. What outfit do you suggest she well, wear instead? A her. Right oh, there. Okay. You go. Yes. Her... Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm confused here. I'm confused <laughs> here. So you you got our answers for both of these things, right? Correct. And we have to match what the other person said. Yes. I have to guess but what don't you said. Don't you know already what we he each doesn't. said? But, so he's yeah, guessing he what I I'm said, not what you said. Exactly. Like, like the whole game has been to this point. <laughs> uh, this is the newlywed yeah. game. Duh. <laughs> how does <laughs> you you say, that's not quite how you, you were saying it who, when you asked who us. Who matches Bella, the best? So meant. it's not what I think. It's what I think he thinks. Right. Right. Okay. All right. But at this point, I think you think. Okay, okay, all right. Okay. So, so, Drew, your answers again okay. are A, her blue scant from Encounter, Farpoint, B, her aqua blue dress, C, her season one black catsuit, or D, her lavender purple So I'm jumpsuit. going to guess that Mike thinks the scant. And that is incorrect. He said her aqua blue dress. Yeah. Um, yeah, as, as someone whose uh, Star Trek fandom began at the same time, as his puberty, uh, the blue dress has played a, an <laughs> integral role in my life and my my sexuality See, and whatnot. Now we all know too much about yeah. Mike. Yeah, you know, that's whatever. That's what the game It's about breaking friendships and being embarrassed. <laughs> all right, question number two. This will be for Mike and Darren. Mike. When Captain Riker leaves, this is multiple choice. When Captain Riker leaves for the Titan and with Commander Data seemingly gone, who did Drew recommend to Picard to take on as first officer after Nemesis? A. Lieutenant Commander LaForge. B. Lieutenant Commander Worf. C. Wesley Crusher. Or D. Commander Chicote returned from <laughs> uh, the Delta chuckles. Quadrant. This is for me, right? So, okay, yeah, definitely not. Crusher, we've established this. I am going to assume that he, having seen all of Deep Space Nine and all of Voyager, realizes who the superior 
uh, first officer in in that in that kind of uh, scenario would be because obviously it wouldn't be Jordy. Um, so yeah, Worf. And that is incorrect. He said, "Commander Chakotay." <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know yeah. what? Well, I'm I, we've done. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be your. So many times. I'm not going to put him second in command. Now we know the real reason that bridge made that uh, Earl standard orbit is ending. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't work with this guy. All right. All right. Darren, in your search for a new co-host, again, when Captain Riker leaves for the Titan with Commander Data seemingly gone, who did Daniel recommend Picard take on as first officer after Nemesis? A, Lieutenant Commander LaForge. B, Lieutenant Commander Worf. C, Wesley Crusher. Or D, Commander Chakotay, returned from the Dutch I would squadron. say that, yeah, I think Worf is going to make the best second-in-command. Never, Never choose Worf. Choose Dang Worf. It. He said A, Lieutenant Commander LaForge. I thought we terrible. We, idea. We've decided that we don't like Jordy. I can't. I can't keep this off. Well, no, yeah, it's tough. It's t- no, but but Cisco reprimanded Worf. He's not allowed to be second in command at this point. Yeah, whatever. It was a tough. It was a tough question. All right, guys. Let's see through this. Question number three. This is for Darren and Mike. Darren, and this is multiple choice again. Which reoccurring guest star? Should have gotten their own spinoff show, according to your bridgemate. A. Ambassador Troy. B. The Traveler. C. Q. Or D. Hugh Borg. What would Daniel think? It's the. <laughs> can I get the? Can I get them one more time? Sure. Uh, A. Ambassador Troy. B. The Traveler. C. Q. Or D. Hugh Borg. I'm going to go with Q. And that is incorrect. He said Q Borg. It was close. It was close. It was tough. It was a tough call. Uh, he was being an individual with that response. All right, Mike, again, which recurring guest star should have gotten their own spinoff a show, according to your bridgemate? A, Ambassador Troy. B, The Traveler. C, Q. Or D, Hugh of the Borg Qs. I mean... I, I think you, you have to go with Q because it's the only one. I mean, The Traveler, I think that would be like a really crazy show. But again, I'm not sure that, that Drew knows who The Traveler is. So, Ooh. And, it's entirely yeah, possible. So, so, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Q. And that is incorrect. He said Ambassador Oh, thank God. As oh, long as we're zeroing out, it's totally Major fine. Major Barrett Roddenberry. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to go oh, with okay, fine. Chapel. Well, yeah, yeah, that's not Chapel though. That's anyway, I wanted to okay. give her uh, her own TV show. She needed one. I, I mean, after mm-hmm. after not being getting to be number one, doesn't she deserve everything? <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Question number four. This is for Mike and Daniel. It's multiple choice. Mike, what did Drew say to this question? Which Teen G episode would you say never happened? <laughs> A. Sub Rosa. B. Justice. C, Shades of Grey, or D, Force of Nature? Well, since he hasn't seen Sub Rosa or Force of Nature, we can uh, eliminate those two right off the bat. (laughs) Um, I'm going to assume Shades of Grey just because it's so ingrained in the the Trek culture that he would actually know 
what that is and, and why it sucks. So Shades of Grey. Now, I would prefer that that was his answer. <laughs> he picked Justin. But he actually said Justin. But you were That's right, because awesome. I immediately eliminated those two because I haven't seen them. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, that was probably the right choice, <laughs> Justice. Oh, so I'm glad my petition for a new co-host on Standard. <laughs> All right, um, Daniel, which TNG episode Darren said never happened? A Subrosa. Better get B, this one right. C Shades of Grey. Or D, Force of Nature. I know. Darren and I know better than to pick Justice. <laughs> Otherwise, Philip would be mad at us forever. Uh, that's not the option. Um, I actually think mm, it's between... It's definitely between Sabrosa and Shades of Grey. I give Shades of Grey a slight pass, so I'm going to say uh, Sabrosa. Yes. And yes. Yes. We don't yes. even yes. mention that episode. We hate it so much. We're like, <laughs> that one, that... Will eventually acknowledge existed. I've heard about that episode. I'm oh, not looking forward to it's, it. It's bad. It's really it's bad. It's subpar. <laughs> it's really not um, that terrible. No, I mean, it, no it, it is that terrible. terrible. Just, just, just watch it with the lights out with just a candle. No. <laughs> All right. Know? Question number five. This is for Darren and Drew. Multiple choice. Question number five. Uh, Darren, you're first. What did Daniel say to this question? Which bridge configuration did he like the best? A, the regular Enterprise D bridge from TV. B, the Generations Enterprise D bridge. C, yesterday's Enterprise Enterprise D bridge. Or D, the Enterprise D battle bridge. I'm going to toss up between battle bridge and uh, and, uh, yesterday's Enterprise I'm going to go with yesterday's Enterprise. And that is incorrect. He went with the classic A, regular Enterprise D bridge from the television. No, no perks. No. No, no nope. spinning rims. No, no frills. <laughs> no frills. All right, Drew, same goes to you. Which bridge configuration did Mike like the best? A, the regular Enterprise D bridge from TV. B, the Generations Enterprise D bridge. C, yesterday's Enterprise, the Enterprise D bridge. Or D, the Enterprise D battle bridge. With optional Ensign O'Brien action (laughs) figure. Now you're making me lean toward that. No, uh, I I feel like Mike likes cinematography and he likes dramatic lighting. And I feel like he would like the natural lighting of the Generations Bridge more than the others. Is are we near a star? Because I think we're near a <laughs> star. Obvious? And that is incorrect. He chose a the regular oh, Enterprise Bridge. From Our co-hosts just are really bland. So Daniel, it's just it, <laughs> Daniel. If you and Mike want to do it, yeah, podcast, no, we both took might, the same y'all bridge. Y'all might be better. Right. Yeah. Um, this is Bridgemates. <laughs> Question. That's right. This actually two bridges. <laughs> That's the bridge. Well, there's I only pick, one choice. Two bridges. But anyway, horse. <laughs> All right. Question number six. This is for Drew and Daniel. Drew, multiple choice again. Uh, who would Mike prefer to be his tour guide on a visit to their home world? A. Mordock from Coming of Age. B. Kevin. From the episode The Survivors, C, Captain Okona from The Outrageous Okona, or D, Mindon, completely different from A Matter of Honor. Uh, when I went through that, when you, when you sent us the questions, I'm just like, wait a minute, these two people are the same character, aren't they? 
No, no, no. They are completely <laughs> different, Drew. They are, and 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 you are a racist. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that Mike picked the outrageous O'Connor. That is outrageously yes. correct. Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> All good right. Job. Here's here's where we turn the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we've been mathematically eliminated yet, actually. <laughs> All right. Daniel, who would Darren prefer to be the tour guide on a visit to their home world? A, Mordok, B, Kevin, C, Captain Akona, or D, Mindon? See, I'm tempted to say Kevin because of how much we love Kevin. But I'm actually going to give it to Mordok. And I don't know if that's true, but that's what I'm going to go with. And that is incorrect. He did say the great Kevin. and powerful uh, Kevin. Would we not want to <laughs> see I picked him. Kevin, too. That's okay. <laughs> all right, so if uh, Drew and... Okay. All right. All right, question number seven. This is for Daniel and Mike. Daniel, you're first. Which main TNG character... I don't feel like I need to tell you who they are. Um, would Darren prefer to meet when they were young at Starfleet Academy? Uh, Picard. It's got to be Picard. It has to be Picard. It is, in fact, what you were supposed to choose Always data. That is incorrect. Data. data. Data's, he, but he's not young. He's the same. He's still count. The whatever. Academy. whatever. You don't want to see data in the academy. Whatever. Whatever. Let's just keep going. We got to give these points back. That rank was not honorary. <laughs> All right. Mike, which main TNG character would Drew prefer to meet when they were young at Starfleet Academy? You know, I mean, Picard seems like the person to go with because, you know, they were young and, and cra- crazy and, you know, there's so much of a difference there, right? But at the same time, um, I, I think he would kind of dig Riker uh, as, as a youngster. So I'm going to say Riker. Both of those are wrong. He said Dr. Beverly Crusher. Now, Dancing Dr. Beverly Crusher. Because I have a thing for redheads. <laughs> and for redheads. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. I mean, if you uh, know about and, how and the thing I had for I androids, been, Daniel, it would have just been, been really easy. I could have been Wesley Crusher's dad. I mean, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you could have been Wesley Crusher's yeah. dad? Oh, yes. Okay, there you <laughs> go. Our, our listeners, I should, I our listeners don't know the looks Drew is All right. Question number eight. This is for Drew and Darren. Drew, other than Worf and O'Brien, which main cast member from TNG should have been on the Defiant when it went back in time in Trials and Tribulations, according to Mike? So, Drew, these are the choices. A, Data, B, Riker, C, Troy, or D, LaForge? I'm going to go with Riker. Yes. That is correct. Score yeah. for the monsters. Yeah. He'd have a good time in that era, I feel. <laughs> yeah, he would. All right, Darren. Same thing. Other than Worf and O'Brien, which main TNG cast member should have been the Defiant when it went back in time in Trials and Tribulations? A. Data, B. Riker, C. Troy, or D. LaForge? Mm. <clears throat> I would normally lean towards, like, right, yeah, like Riker. But uh, it's a toss up in my mind between Riker and Data. And I know you normally always choose Data. But I don't know if Data would be the best in this situation because I don't know if he'd be able to blend in. Do, oh no! Do, okay, do, uh, do, I see. I'm going to choose. Do, I'm going to go with Riker too. And you should always choose Data. That is incorrect. Did I pick Riker? I thought it was Riker. What the hell? Can you play? Uh, I could have sworn I picked the people Riker. People at home right, can't I'll see Daniel. Yeah! Oh no! <laughs> 
I thought he did Rikers. I could have sworn I did. That's why I'm looking at my answers. Darren, you get points there in my go. imagination because I really could have sworn I picked Riker. <laughs> when we get to these questions, I always forget what I put. And I'm like, what did I put? <laughs> <laughs> Question number nine is for Darren and Mike. All right. So, Darren, Daniel's assigned as chief writer for season eight of TNG, but money is tight. Which main TNG <laughs> actor gets fired after season seven? Oh, main TNG. Who does... Daniel not like I'm going to say more than one answer I'm going to say Troy and that is incorrect he said LeVar Burton Ah, you no longer need your services I'll let him know you can't get rid of you can't get rid of the two one of the two women well we but we just added Roe kind of she's still there (laughs) take a bring her back (laughs) No, we... Well, whatever. No, she's... Spoil- well, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. M- Mike, Drew is assigned as a chief writer for season eight of TNG, but money is tight. Which main TNG actor gets fired after season seven by Mr. Landrew? I'm... See, I'm going to go with uh, Marina Sirtis, I guess, just because, I mean, the character is kind of superfluous. And you were correct. He Winner. fired no, the barely. He can do it, but I can't. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is getting close. <laughs> this is getting very close, if you like. <laughs> Question number 10 is for Drew and Daniel, and these are the last okay. questions. Oh, boy. Okay. For your two teams here. So, Drew and Daniel, the weight is on your shoulders. Drew. Multiple choice. Q. Grants Mike the ability to rewrite one of the movies. Which one did he choose? A, Star Trek Generations. B, Star Trek First Contact. C, Star Trek Insurrection. Or D, Star Trek Nemesis. Now, I do, I do remember we did discuss in, in episode 100 that Insurrection is the worst Star Trek movie. But, uh, but I, want it, I want so badly for him. Generations. And that is incorrect. He said what? first contact, B. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> or I okay, should have okay, gone okay. with the show. Break it up there, Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> look, there's, look, 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 look. There's two. I mean, the, my, my explanation for that question could be an entire podcast in and of itself. But here's the short version, okay? Even though, yes, first contact is probably the best of the next gen movies there's two things first off there are some continuity errors which really bother me you know i I know that they bother some people a lot more but they bother me second and and it's one of those things where it's like if you could just fix those little continuity errors then it would be perfection but the other thing is i've always had this great massive post next gen rewrite where they basically make first contact a combo next-gen DS9 movie. Like, why isn't Cisco on the Defiant? So we just don't get our own movie. With, it's either going to be and, part TOS or part <laughs> DS9. And instead of Insurrection, you know, you whatever. Voyager. Insurrection Gosh, would have been yeah. a Voyager crossover. You know, I mean, whatever. But, like, it, it goes into, like, Voyager being different, too, where, like, Riker is the captain of Voyager and he brings on like Jordy and then that that show becomes you know way better and then 
It's a whole big thing. Like, it's a really big thing. Like, I could do an entire show on it, really. But that's the thing is like, I would like to rewrite. Whereas Insurrection and Nemesis, those are things which they're so... Well, for one thing, I don't think the script was the problem with Nemesis. And with Insurrection, it's kind of a lost cause. (laughs) Like, I don't care about that movie enough to rewrite it. But like, this is one where I'm like, if you were to rewrite it, you could make it, you know leap from one of the best next gen movies to one of the best star trek movies hang on the the only scene that matters in in this entire scenario is when cisco gets beamed on board the enterprise and Riker says tough little ship and cisco goes little (laughs) that would have been amazing (laughs) but uh (laughs) little (laughs) all right and but Riker uh, wouldn't be there and and uh Drew, that whole answer. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, Daniel. Daniel, Q grants Darren the ability to rewrite one of the movies. Which one did he it's choose? Got, A- it doesn't matter. It's right? Insurrection. It has to be Insurrection. And it has to be wrong. He said, rightly. Dodge. Uh, uh, no. Where it. are we? What is wrong with all that of you? Well, if we fix it, the then we can get more movies. All right, so I have totaled up the uh, total points here. But, of course, before we get the final points, I asked each team last week to guess how many points their respective Bridgemates duo would get. And I will now have each team reveal their guesses before totaling the final scores. The closest to their actual score will get an additional 10 points and advance to the bonus round. Now, Earl Grey guessed... 110 wow. points. Their actual score <laughs> is 50. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Standard Orbit guessed 90. Their actual score, 70. Oh. And we now have 80 points. Oh. And the Monsters yeah. win this bridge oh mates round. We're the, we're the champions. We defeated the... Oh, I guess we're the winners of the first round. <laughs> All right. So, because we now enter the bonus Tell round. Us how the bonus, the bonus round, round is, round is the winning pair of Bridgemates have a lightning round. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So now there's a bonus round? Wait. The bonus round, yes, is when the winning br- pair of Bridgemates fun, right? have a lightning round showing off how well... They know each co-host. Okay. I emailed six questions earlier to bo- to them. I will now take turns with each winning co-host, and they'll have 10 seconds to make their guest about their co-host's favorite TNG thing under a specific category. Uh, Mike and Drew will start, of course. Um, um, Mike, I'm going to start with you. And you'll have, you have to have at least three correct at the end of the bonus round. All right? So it's six questions. going to be, so it's going to go Mike, Drew, Mike, Drew, okay. Mike, Drew. Okay? So, okay. Mike, you're first. And the court, you're answering your bridge mates. Answer and go. Favorite season? Uh, three. Incorrect. Five. Six. Drew. Favorite Wait. TNG actor? Six is not an actor. Uh, Stuart. <laughs> Incorrect. He said Frakes. All right, Mike. Favorite two parter, not best of both worlds? Chain of Command. Incorrect. Unification. Oh, <laughs> he hasn't seen Chain of Command. My bad. <laughs> Drew. Favorite alien uh, ship? Bird of Prey. Incorrect. Borg Cube. Mike, favorite TNG set room? Bridge. In main engineering, incorrect. And Drew, favorite TNG uniform? First contact. 
That is correct. You one. scored one, so unfortunately, yeah. guys, you win the game, but do not get the oh. secret prize. <laughs> ah. So congratulations to the winning Bridgemates duo of Standard Orbit, Mike Schindler, and Drew Stewart, the Maroon Monsters. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Oh, Good job, guys. Congratulations, guys. You did really well. <laughs> think, Good job. I think a lot of it was because, except for that chain of command thing that Mike knew that I haven't seen in two whole <laughs> seasons. So he's just like, he's not going to pick anything from over there. <laughs> Well, you guys are the reigning Trek.fm champions until next time. And so I want to thank Drew Stewart, Mike Schindler, Darren Moser, and Daniel Proof for playing Bridgemates. I'm Philip Gilvis, and remember, no matter who is sitting in the center chair, you'll always have your Bridgemates. But Bridgemates is not the only thing we've been talking about this week on Trek.fm. Here's a look at what else you may have missed on the network this week. Previously on Trek.fm, Standard Orbit. <laughs> Not inner space. Inner phase. Inner space is the that's the one where they shrink down and they like go and like fight viruses. First movie I ever saw letterboxed. Huh. I was like, why are there black bars on the top and bottom of the screen? This movie's garbage. Earl Grey. Daddy, do pets have a Nexus too? <laughs> the Pexus. Kirk had a, a dog in the Nexus too, didn't he? Oh uh, Butler. Butler. Butler is now <laughs> Shadow. So we have the adventures homeward bound of Butler, Porthos, and Spot. Will they make it back to their owners in Montana? The orb. Well, apparently, and did you find this interesting, Matthew? Apparently, the Navark reports directly to the prophets. Which is awkward because they don't always show up for meetings. So, right. yeah. Plus, you never know what time the meeting is really going to be, right? That is true. It could have been yesterday and you might have missed it. The ready room. Do you think this episode would have been so popular and remain a fan favorite if the Enterprise had been overrun with zebra mussels? <laughs> <laughs> to the journey! It's fake intimacy. Thank you! It is them trying to say, Chakotay knows Janeway so well that just by fiddling her comm badge, he knows the crap's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> Commentary, Trek stars. Weird is relative when you're talking about a book about a guy who taxidermies his mother, so... The 602 Club. I think you've uh, hit something here, and I've never thought of it this way, but the true savior of the galaxy. It's not Obi-Wan, it's not Luke Skywalker, it's Aunt Beru. Literary Treks. Reagan's a great guy to bring up because his dad was this raging drunk, mm. and, uh, you know, he had a sort of dragon in on, off the porch at night because he'd come home like falling down drunk and you know you think of and here he was this kind of great man for the country at the time uh, but he came from a place that was really kind of dark but also very relatable women at warp there's always a touchstone and this was as close to a touchstone as they ever got with Pulaski plus she banged Riker's dad Oh, Andy. I'm sorry. I just think it's so funny. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek Talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to Trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. 
In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trackfm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trekfm today. All right, Drew, if folks want to know um, who uh, you can be a replacement for as a podcast co-host, where can people uh, find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at 005-D-O-U-B-L-E-O-F-I-V-E and on Standard Orbit for the next few weeks. And... Uh, and on the past episodes of Standard Orbit, if you're if you're gonna start at the beginning, uh, which I, I hope that you will, and yeah. All right, and Mike, if people want to read your spec script for the rewritten Star Trek: First Contact, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, well, you can find me uh, right here on Trek FM doing uh, Standard Orbit with Drew for the next couple weeks. And then you can also find me doing Commentary Trek Stars right here on Trek FM. And you can find me on CommentaryTrackStars.com doing Commentary Track Star Babies. And you can find me along with, hey, hey, you know, Philip and Daniel, hey, coming up. Or maybe just passed. I don't know. <laughs> and then also you can find me on Twitter at Mumbles3K. Okay. Darren, if folks want to drink from your cup of tears, where can they find you on it's, the internet? It's very salty and full of tea. Uh, they can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. And on Earl Grey, right here, the the Losers Channel. <laughs> we are the Losers Couch of Trek.fm. <laughs> Daniel, if folks want to find you in the saucer separation as you search for new co-hosts, where can they find you on the internet? Yes, absolutely. Accepting applications uh, from the saucer section, they can find me on Twitter, at 1UpDan. That's the number one, not the word. All right. And if folks want to uh, join the pennant race for the next Bridgemates uh, champion, they can find me on the internet uh, on Twitter. My handle is NCPublicServant. That's NC for not a champion. <laughs> Well, guys, um, I have to have to go um, on Craigslist to find a new co-host. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see you next week here on Earl Grey. Until then, make it so. Live long and prosper. Yeah, engage or whatever. Let's go. Fire.